39? Yeah, 39. Something like that. Something like that. It doesn't matter. Dunsky and Beer. Derek, Ben, Nathan, and... We didn't do intros. We didn't. They'll figure it out. You're the only new face for the podcast. I'm going to say that way. My name's Ben. That's all I need to know. Yeah, that's all I need to know. Ben me over. Oh! (laughs) And Tom from PTS Airsoft. Hello. So now, are, are you officially representing PTS on this? Darn shot show, yes. Oh, excellent. Boy. So, so filters on. Got it. What I like about PTS compared to a lot of the other airsoft companies at Shot Show is you, you guys actually license shit from. So you see something you like in the industry, and you don't just knock it off. You contact the company and you officially license it. So, uh, <laughs> like the MTech, the MTech helmets. I've been friends with the guys at MTech for years. I love them, and I was hyped when I heard that they were working with PTS because I knew that their stuff was getting popular enough. It's going to get ripped off by some Chinese airsoft yeah. company, but then PTS is actually working with them, so it's officially licensed. You have the seal of approval. Even has MTech branding on it, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, it has all the MTech branding. It they pretty much nailed it down to the only difference between uh, would be the the screws would um, for the. I can't think of the word. They're H eight, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Their version of H eight. The harness. Yeah, the harness. Uh, so that's really the only difference would be the the screws for the, the harness. Other than that, everything else fits exactly like a real M Tech flux. You can change out the rails. You can change out the shroud. Um, and then pretty much it's a one shell design, like the older M Tech forty one with the two shells. So it's a one shell design, and on the inside. There's padding and there's additional padding you can add on to it or take off to pro- properly fit the helm on your head. That's pretty dope. So, w- did they explain why they changed the screws? Why that's what they decided um, to change? So, the reason for that is mainly just cost overall. I mean, you don't, you're not really, it, it's good enough as it is on the outside, and the screw is just a minor thing. Uh, yes, you can change it out for the actual MTech Flux, but the screw design is a little different. Than from what is used in MTech. This is what like a normal flathead. Yeah, more, it's like it's a fancy flathead. Yeah, it, it's it's negligible. Exactly. So unless you are planning to get this shell and completely deck it out, which I mean, it's cool if if you like bump helmet styles, but doing that is kind of waste money anyways. Just it's amazing out of the box. It's gonna happen. You know, it's gonna happen. <laughs> so don't deny it. Don't deny it. What about this situation? Would it make a good lightweight helmet? Say you're just mounting nods and like IR devices to it. You don't need the ballistic capability. You just need it as the shell. Is it nice and light, like like the Ops Core knockoffs we've seen? That way, nothing. Is it similar to that, or does it still have some weight to it? No, it is it is very lightweight. They want to go for a lightweight design, mainly to just support all the different players that are available, and they want to go with the whole you know MTEX Flux is a lightweight helmet in the industry right now. Uh, so they wanted to go follow that. But there was an article that came out recently by Firearms Blog, and they talked about using the uh, MTech Flux from PTS as a way to just mount nods, like a bump helmet is used. Uh, again, it's not, well, it's not bump certified, so just keep that in mind, but it functions almost like a bump helmet carrying in, uh, MVGs, IR, and especially the shroud being aluminum. It's a fancy bike helmet. Yeah, exactly. So what what's the price point on it going to be like? Uh, we're looking at a price point of 130. Being in that market, again, the, the MTech Flux looks amazing as it is. Uh, they got the coloring right, the rails are nice, there's a one-to-one on everything that they went for. 
so it's option for 100 bucks, buy straight out of a box. Kids don't have to change anything out. People probably won't just because of what it looks and works. Uh, and again, you can run nozzles in it. So as opposed to getting, <coughs> was it the cry, uh, the uh, night skull, the nightcap, nightcap, or the off course skull, skull crushers, you can buy a hundred thirty dollar reliable helmet and just run nozzles on it without the the weight of a ballistic. So is the shroud still metal? Yes, it is uh, aluminum. Okay. Oh, that's good. That's cool. Yep, and they got they got it to like one to one, pretty much. That's so it should really fit all real. Uh, Mounts like the L4 G24 or AKA2. That's pretty cool. That's real cool, actually. Yeah. So you're in a unique position because you, you are a veteran, you've deployed, mm-hmm. and you've gotten out and you occasionally do airsoft for fun, you're working PTS. Um, what is uh, your recommendation for those, especially just getting out of the military, who are looking at airsoft for a hobby? Is it worth it? Is it lame? I would say it is it's very much worth it, uh, especially for the guys that were veterans that deployed and, you know, did stuff here and there. There is a very good veterans community in the Airsoft, Milson community. Uh, and especially, like, for example, uh, Greg Wong. Uh, he's a former Army. Uh, he got out. And during that time, though, he was also pushing for Airsoft, and he's still doing it now. And he's trying to reach out to that you know, military community that, you know, airsoft is here and it's really cool and you can use it to train. There's big, big events. So, for example, he does a good job at that. He encourages, you know, the military side to come over and try airsoft. So I think, you know, yes, definitely uh, talk, not talk, but, you know, watch his videos, see how he does, and maybe you like it. Let's Let's preface that a minute, step back and preface that. Greg Wong, the guy who has enough airsoft kit to literally equip an entire battalion. <laughs> no exaggeration. The guy, the PTS booth, you go to the PTS booth, what you're going to see on the walls is PTS broke into Greg Wong's house. He said, yo, that looks cool. We're going to put that on our wall. Man, today sucked carrying all that in there. He had like 20 of his own personal guns. and <laughs> I was like, bro, come on, slim down a minute. Just go to, go to 10. Let's work at 10. All right, this is too much. Having to carry that from the curb all the way deep down into the dungeons. Deep down. What are some events you'd recommend for someone that is looking to just get into it? For people that are just looking to get into it, it depends on your region. Uh, however, American Milsim is a big one. Um, and then you got, I think Dirk Coles Airsoft is still out there. Uh, what is it? 878 Airsoft, if you're... Trying to go local, Dallas area. <laughs> so you're saying don't go balls to the walls and go straight to Milson West. Look, it. I can't. It's, that's a hard one, but I am going to say before you go Milson West, definitely try out the more casual airsoft, more casual airsoft Milson events, and then work your way towards uh, to Milson West. Unless you already have prior experience, then you might want to go Milson West. Then if you know what you're doing in terms of packing gear and not dying in those 40 hours. Yeah. Take a quick break. Technical difficulties. No. <laughs> pizza. Pizza. So apparently pizza? Derek uh, tried to pay for pizza and his car declined. Oh, what's new? So, so good news. We got a noise complaint. Oh, really? Oh, oh, that, really? Was, that was quick. Yeah, that was fast. Radical. So, well, he said the first one's a warning, but if they have to come back again, it won't be a warning. So, can you believe this is a $1,500 hotel room and it's not padded? And we got a noise complaint? 
Already it is not in Vegas. In Vegas. Oh, that's not in Vegas at nine. It's not late. Yes. On a Monday. It's eight. On a Monday it's before trash show. It's eight. We're still in Colorado time. You know what it is? This neighborhood in here. This hallway is retirement homes. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of old people are at. So we'll have to we're doing over here. Keep, keep it in a talking Why did I do guys? I saw this hotel security and I do someone go and I even yell like FBI open up yes I, I yeah, think I'm sure can, yelling I think really we can hard. I think we can all agree that Nathan is the cause behind I'm sorry I don't hear hey, my inner shut the fuck up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about airsoft anyway so I don't really like have like a word on it so oh you're right you're into the photography because that's a lot less no gay. no no it's because I do this shit for real so that's just a little different for uh, so that's Man, fun we're just trying to weeb out <laughs> We're all just oh, that's. <laughs> I, remember, I was wrong before it or something. Like, I mean, we played what? we played paintball, dude. What a killjoy! I've been to a lot of room parties before. They've been rowdy. Yeah, this is it's, nothing. This is nothing. This is nothing. I'm pretty sure it's the people next door. Oh, why would you oh, be in there. Vegas? Why? Why are you in Vegas? Oh, another time Monday. Monday. Oh, the pizza. Oh, hello. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's a pizza. He's going to have to meet us at the valet. That sounds kind of suspicious, dude. I think he might be an ATF agent. <laughs> <laughs> On this episode of Guns, Gear, and Beer, Derek gets arrested by the ATF. And then we all get booted out of the nation. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to hit, their, hit up their booth? The ATF? Okay, yeah, because yeah, they said they are coming this year. Yeah, we'll, we'll say hi. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's the second most complaint. <laughs> Oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh no! What timing? Is this a stripper we hired? <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff.